Let's go to Proverbs chapter 20. I want to talk to you tonight about two things out of Proverbs. Number one, a faithful man. Number two, a virtuous woman. I want you to look at that with me, a faithful man and a virtuous woman. Everybody say it with me real quickly. Number one. Number two. And everybody is in that group. Aren't you glad there's not any more genders than that? That's right. Just two. And a faithful man and a virtuous woman. And I hope you know which side of the aisle you're on, okay? But I'm very grateful that God speaks about that, and uh, He tells us what we need to know. There are certain things that faithful men, when they do them, they, they, certain things they do, and there are byproducts and rewards from being faithful. And I want to just discuss that with you real quick. We're just going to look in the book of Proverbs. All of our verses will be there this evening. But I want you to look with me. Proverbs chapter 20, verse number 6. Let's read it together. Are you ready? Verse, verse number 6 of Proverbs chapter 20. Ready? Most men will proclaim everyone but a faithful man. Let's read it one more time, can we? Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. What, what do you, how would you describe that verse to a third grader who asks you, what's that mean? What's that mean? Uh, uh, most men proclaim everyone's own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. Well, someone raise your hand. Tell me. Break that down. Yes, sir. Talk is cheap. Yeah. It's not really hard to find someone to brag on themselves. I'm good at that. I did this. I'm pretty good at that. I'm do that. You know, pretty, pretty, it's not, I, I, if, you, if, you, if you interact with people very long, you'll find there's something inside of us that even sometimes when someone's telling a story, they're waiting for them to finish the story so they can tell them what really happened in their life. Have you ever had a friend like that? I had a friend one time, his name was Larry, and uh, Larry would never let you tell your story without him telling something bigger and better. And here's how he would do. He'd listen to your story, and he couldn't hardly finish listening to your story. And he, but, but, but if you got done, he would say, that ain't nothing. One time, and he would tell his story. Every time, that was his response, that ain't nothing. One time, and he would go into his story about something that happened to him. Anybody ever have a friend like that? Oh, man. I had another friend named Mark, and we were with Larry at the same meeting, and we had a night watch at a, at a camp, and so we had to stay up to about 1 o'clock in the morning. So my friend Mark and I just kept telling these outlandish stories. They weren't true. They were just, just crazy stories. And every time, Larry would say, they ain't nothing. One time, and he would tell a story that would top our story. And I said, Larry, you're a liar. That didn't happen. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. You're a liar. You're making it up like we're making it up. Are you making up that story? Yeah, we're making up that story. He'd say, that ain't nothing. One time, I said, you've made them up too. And he goes, no, they really happened to me. But the truth of the matter is, oftentimes it's not hard to find someone that wants to tell you about them. He said, but a faithful man, who can find? Who can find someone that just shows up, does what they're supposed to do, they're in their spot, they don't miss, they're just, they're where they're supposed to be, when they're supposed to be, they're doing what they're supposed to do. And by the way, this can, this can certainly uh, apply to ladies as well. But let's just look at these verses real quickly. Let's find out what faithful men do. We find that it's hard to find. And by the way, each of these verses, we're going to see in Proverbs chapter 31, he said, but a faithful man, who can find? Proverbs 31, verse 10, it says, who can find a virtuous woman? Both of them have the same question. Who can find a faithful man and who can find a virtuous woman. The reason is, is they're rare. 
And I would like for you and I would like to be in the rare group of being a faithful person. And a lady, I'd like for you to be in the rare group of being a virtuous woman. Let's just look at these verses quickly. If we can, let's everybody turn to chapter 11. We're talking about a faithful person. Chapter 11, verse number 13. All the men, I want you to read it. Chapter 11, Proverbs 11, verse number 13. Are you ready, men? Here we go. A talebearer revealeth secrets. The first thing we find about a faithful person is they're careful not to blab what they know. They're not a talebearer. They don't tell. They don't gossip. Faithful, faithful men will conceal something. If you tell them, you can, you can trust them. If they have to tell something that needs to be told, they'll do it. But if they don't, they were not going to do it. And they're certainly not going to be a gossip. So a faithful man, uh, the Bible says, a talebearer, he just tells whatever he knows. I was talking to someone recently and said, you know, if you tell this person, you know it's going to be told to other people. You know, it's like, you know, telephone, telegraph, tell him. <laughs> Tell her, because it's going to get communicated and it's going to cause damage. And, uh, but a faithful person conceals something. Remember, just because you know something doesn't mean you need to tell someone about it. If it's something questionable or wrong, obviously, if you, if you see something wrong, you got to say something. But just because you know something, and oftentimes it's of a negative nature, there's something in human nature that feels like, oh, do you hear about do you hear about so-and-so? You hear about what happened to them? And, and really, it's, it's probably not, it, it just, you, we ought to glory in not knowing about that. A faithful man concealeth a matter. If, if it doesn't need to be told, they just learn how to keep it and, and keep it quiet on the down low. Okay, let's look at the next one thing the Bible tells about a faithful man. We see in chapter 14, in verse number 5. Chapter 14, verse number 5. Let me have all the ladies read this. Would you please, girls, ready? Chapter 14, verse 5. Here we go, ladies, ready? A faithful witness. Faithful people are honest. They truly, they, they're truthful. Now, the Bible says speaking the truth, how? In love. We ought to speak the truth in love, but they're going to be honest with things. Faithful people are that way. Uh, for whatever reason, and of course, the Bible says the devil is the father of liars. He's a liar and the father of it. Uh, Lying is something that is in every individual. I don't know of anyone who has not lied. If I said, if you never lied before, raise your hand, you'd be the biggest liar in this room. <laughs> because there's something inside of us that is oftentimes we fudge the truth. We don't tell the truth. Uh, we exaggerate. I've been guilty of that. And I oftentimes think it because I talk a lot. I'm thinking, man, I should, if that's 23 or is it 20? I should just say, you know, it, it's, it's at least 20, but I don't know how how it is rather than say emphatically something. I've been guilty of that before. But, but faithful men will be truthful. They will be honest. Let's look at another one real quickly. And I, I'm going to ask you to come back to chapter, chapter 13. But let's go first. Um, well, let's go to chapter 13, verse 17. Can we do that? 13, verse 17. We were in 14. Let's go to 13, verse 17. And let's read it all together. You ready? The wicked messenger, but a faithful ambassador... He said, a wicked, a wicked uh, uh, 
What verse am I on again here? 17. There we go. A wicked messenger falleth into mischief. They, you know, a wicked messenger gets himself in trouble. And uh, they, trouble finds them and they find trouble. He said, but a faithful ambassador is health. They bring health and healing and encouragement to the people there. You know, I, I've joked around about this before, but some of us were glad when you walk in the room. Some folks were glad when you walk out of the room. <laughs> Some of you, you bring help and healing. Some of you bring drama and challenges. We really don't want to ask you how you're doing. You might tell us. It just gets, you just have an ability to sap the life out of those around you because you're negative. You're not happy with that. I'm not appreciative of that. I'm not thankful for that. And, and uh, he, said, he said, but a, a faithful ambassador is health. He brings strength to those around. So those are a couple things we see that faithful people will do. Number one, faithful men, they conceal the matter. Faithful men, they tell the truth and are honest, even to their own hurt. They, they, if, if, if still hurts you, let's be honest about that. That's what faithful people do. And they bring health. They bring health and healing to people, to a situation. They make good things better. Now let's look at a couple other things. we we'll go to chapter 25. Um, go to chapter 25, Proverbs 25. And now we're looking at verse number 13. 25.13, let's look at that verse right there. As the cold of snow in the time of harvest, or as a faithful messenger is to them that send him, for he refreshes the soul of his master. Um, we don't usually, most of us are not agricultural in our daily duties. Uh, there may, there's a few farmers in, the, in, the, in our church family, but most of us are urban in our responsibilities. If we have to mow our grass, we think we've really... You know, we're Farmer Brown because we mow our grass or pull a few weeds or do a little small garden in the back of our house or put some tomato plants on the side of the house. We think we're all that in a bag of chips. But in the Bible, most everybody is agricultural. And he said, just like in a, in a time of harvest, when you're baling hay and cutting things, that's when you really, and it's hot, August and Southern California, August was our, in uh, September, September was the hottest month in Southern California. But uh, for farmers, it was extremely, it was a month of harvest. It was so hot in that Central Valley where they're trying to get all the harvest in. It was just a miserable time, uh, but that's when everything was harvested. He said, just like uh, when God turns on the air condition on a harvest day, it, it, it is, it's, it's, that's the same way a faithful messenger will be he will bring refreshment to those around them. And how many have ever been hot and you got, a, you got under an air condition or you got a cool breeze and you think, oh, that's what I needed. I didn't know what I needed, but that's what it was. Well, whenever you get a faithful person around you, that's what you'll feel. You'll feel that cool breeze on a hot day and uh, a faithful man brings refreshment to those around them. Let's look at another thing the Bible says a faithful person will do. And thank you for turning your Bibles. Let's look at chapter 28, verse number 20. This is probably the more popular verse on faithfulness. Chapter 28, verse number 20. Let's read out loud together, everyone. A faithful man shall abound with blessing. We taught our children a song when they were little. Miss Zaina Richin put this to music years ago. A faithful man shall abound with blessings, and he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. One of the benefits and the rewards of being faithful is health. Number two is, is going to be blessings. How many like to have a blessed life? <laughs> Everybody. Faithfulness is the key to a blessed life. 
Do you want to be fruitful? Faithfulness is the key to fruitfulness. Let's look at another verse real quickly. And once again, we're talking about who can find a faithful man, who can find. And here are the attributes, chapter 29, verse number 14. Each of these have the concept of being a faithful person. Verse 14, the king that faithfully judges or makes decisions regarding the poor, his throne shall be established forever. Stability comes when you have a faithful leader. When you are a faithful leader, if you're a faithful Sunday school teacher, you're a faithful staff member, you're faithful at your work, you're someone that can be counted on, you'll bring stability to that. I was talking to one of our men this week, and they have gotten three promotions at their work last year. They got hired, they've gotten three promotions. Uh, I had uh, someone, Brother Dan, told me, he said he went out to a local business in a trucking company, and and the guy said, have you ever hired anybody from Hiles Anderson? And they said, we love the guys from Hiles Anderson. He said, they show up, they pass drug tests, they don't clock out early, they work hard while they're here. We love those. You, you know some guys like that that want to work with us? We'll take them. It's a good testimony. You know what they do? They bring stability to that supervisor. They bring stability to that shift. Um, some of our guys who work in a particular thing, uh, they, they will have the guys who worked in the day shift and, the, and, the, and our co college guys will go there in the afternoon. And um, the, as soon as the college guys roll onto the car parking lot, they say, all right, punch out, punch out, punch. And they go, oh, the holy rollers are here. <laughs> so the holy rollers come in and they get to punch out. And their, their bosses say they can do more in four or five hours than the other guys do in eight hours because they just, they're, they're consistent. Well, that's a good testimony. And it brings stability. And people who are faithful, men, be faithful. Be a faithful man. You'll bring stability. The king that ruleth and righteously and ju faithfully judges the poor, his throne shall be established, so be stability. So we learned a few things about being faithful. A faithful man who can find. Well, a faithful man is going to be truthful. He's going to conceal, be careful with his tongue. He's going to refresh those around him. He'll bring health to an organization and even to his own self. He'll bring a, a faithful man, shall abound with blessing, and he'll bring stability. Let's look at uh, now Proverbs chapter 31, verse number 10. And here's the next question. A faithful man who can find, Proverbs 31, 10. Let's look at that and we'll stay in, in the same verse, the chapter the rest of the time. But read it with me if you would, please. All the ladies, verse number 10, are you ready? Who can find... For her price is far above rupees. Here's the question. Who can find a virtuous woman? And what are some characteristics of a virtuous woman? It's rare. Once again, an unfaithful man and putting confidence in an unfaithful man in time of difficulty or trouble is like having a broken tooth or a foot out of joint. How many of you have ever chipped your tooth before? You ever done that? It's miserable. Remember I was playing ice hockey up in... Um, Superior, Wisconsin, on a, on a cold winter day, and had a guy in front of me, and I had learned a trick when you're ice hockey, playing ice hockey, you know, if you come up behind the guy, and he's got the puck, and you hit his stick, you pop it up real quick, you can steal it and, and go back, and it was a pretty fun little trick, until I tried it the third time on the same guy, he didn't care if I took his puck, he just shoved his stick into my mouth, <laughs> He said, that's the third time you've done that, boom. And he hit me right in the mouth, and my teeth fell on the floor on the ice, and I felt instant pain going all the way up into my head, and my nerve was exposed. I picked up my little tooth there, and I skated off and went into the red barn little thing, took my skates off, and, 
and hung them over my shoulder, put my boots on, and walked home and kept my mouth shut the whole time. It's been a rare thing. But I tell you what, I didn't want to open my mouth. That cold, that cold 15-degree air hitting my tooth, oh, it just, I thought I was going to blow the roof off my, my head. I kept my mouth closed, told my mom and dad, and took me to the dentist and got a false tooth. I still got two false teeth in right now, my front teeth, because of that, that wonderful experience. But I'm telling you what, I was miserable for a while. You see, you know, uh, putting confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like having a broken tooth. Or dislocating your ankle, spraining your ankle. Boy, some of you ever see anyone sprain their ankle? Their whole body. <laughs> they can't, they're hobbing. They're, they're, I, was, I was walking behind some guy on the crutches this week. He sprained his knee. And, and, uh, but boy, you get, a, you get a foot out of joint and your whole body is affected. But a faithful man brings stability and help. And they're rare. Faithful men are rare. Are you a faithful man? Are you faithful to the Lord? Are you faithful to your devotions? Are you faithful in your soul winning? Listen, a faithful man should abound with blessing. And then who can find a virtuous woman? What's a virtuous woman like? Let's look at a couple attributes that we see about her, this, this whole thing. It looks like to me that um, Bathsheba is telling uh, Solomon in chapter 31, look, you're a king. You need to elevate your game. Elevate your behavior. Don't drink alcohol. Protect the poor, love the people around you. He's given her some admonitions from a mom to a son. Calls him old Lemuel. But then he says, who can find a virtuous woman? Let's look at verse 11. Let's all read that together, can we? 31, 11. Are you ready? The heart of her husband does safely so that she will have no need. So he'll have no need to spoil it. I think, in, number one, a virtuous woman inherits and attracts confidence. A lady who is virtuous, she, you, you want to give confidence in her. She'll do the right thing. Not the easy thing, not the popular thing, not the convenient thing. She'll do what is right. And a virtuous woman will attract confidence of those around her. Her kids, her husband, to safely trust in her. Virtue brings confidence of those around us. And I think, amen, we need to be virtuous. The Bible says, add to your faith, virtue, and to virtue, knowledge. Virtue is purity. It's, it's, it's beauty. But he said, you do that, and you're going to find you'll attract the confidence of others. Let's look at another one real quickly, and let's look at verse number 12. Can we look at verse 12? A virtuous woman, she will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. A virtuous woman compliments especially her husband. She's a good reflection of her husband. Now, may I say men? Usually ladies view themselves in the perception that, that they think you have of her. If she feels like you think she's pretty, she feels pretty. If she feels like that you think that she's intelligent, she will make stronger decisions. But, but it, says, it says here that she will compliment her husband. And I want to encourage you, girls, virtuous ladies. Who can find a virtuous woman? She'll attract confidence. She will compliment her husband and even those around them. She'll make a good thing better. We see some of the same similarities between a faithful man and a virtuous woman. Let's look at number three. We see in verse number 13. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. 
I think we see here that she is diligent. A virtuous woman is someone who's not afraid of work. We have so many hardworking ladies in this church, and I, I think it's one of the strengths of First Baptist Church, the industry and the, and the, the diligence of our, of our people, but especially of our ladies. WMS is probably one of the most difficult ministries to do well. But you know why it goes well? Because there's some hardworking ladies that do it. In a couple of days, we're going to host people from all over the country for the servants' conference. We get to feed them lunch two times. And that's no walk in the park to feed hundreds of people lunch in a short amount of time. You know what it's going to take? It's going to take work. A lot of work, chopping up things and preparing things and taking down tables and throwing out garbage and, and hardworking people. For a lot of people to have a good time, a few people have to labor more abundantly. And a virtuous woman is not afraid of work. She attracts confidence. She compliments her husband, especially, and others around her. And then number three, she's diligent. Let's look at another thing the Bible tells us about a virtuous woman that we can see right here. Verse 16, and you can find other things, but you can see verse 16. She considereth the field and buyeth it. The fruit of her hands, she planteth the vineyard. I think that she's capable financially. You know, there's something that, that uh, ladies are, are supposedly joke about. They're, oh, they're always shopping. They love to go shopping. And boy, there's some of you girls are that way, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, uh, finding new things that you can attire or things of that nature. But learning to be capable financially, you can see this in this virtuous woman. She bought a field. She, 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 she planted a garden. She did, she did some things with a vineyard. She purchased that. You see that she was very capable financially. She understood that if, you're, if you're, you know, your outgo exceeds your income, your shortfall will be your downfall. She understands, okay, I've got, I've got margins here. I can't spend more. I don't want to put undue pressure upon my family, upon my husband. I have to figure out what I need to do. And may I re just remind you, if you're someone that's just going hand to mouth, and whenever you have more money than you really need, but you find yourself broke, you ought to get a checkup from the neck up. Say, so hang on a second. What does this lady show us? She's capable financially. She makes good decisions with finance. It's a virtuous attribute. Let's look at another thing the Bible tells about a virtuous woman. And um, verse number 26, can we look at that? She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and her tongue is the law of what? Yeah, she's careful with her words. She's careful with her, her, her statements, her comments, and they're done with wisdom and kindness. Well, when you can find someone who has wise wisdom and kindness in the same thing, that's speaking the truth how? In love. The, uh, the, I think it was Kepling who gave that, that, little, that little cross stick. Sometimes I share it with you. T-H-I-N-K. Before we speak, number one, T, is it true? Just because it's true does not, not mean I need to say it, but if I'm going to say it, it needs to be true. H, is it helpful? Will it benefit someone who's going to hear it? If you just got scuttlebutt, you just got a, you just got a gossip thing you want to say, you just got some information that's just out there that can give people, even if it's true, it may not be helpful to that person to know that. Um, is it, will it inspire? What I'm going to say, let no corrupt communication, that doesn't mean always cuss words, it means tearing down. Corrupt means to, to, to put something in that's not helpful or tear it down. 
said, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good for the use of what? Edifying, building up, that it might minister God's grace to the hearer. Um, in, or we, T-H-I-N, is it necessary? Is it needful? Do I need to say this? And then K, can I say that something is true and helpful, inspirational, necessary? Can I say it with kindness? The Bible says a virtuous woman is somebody who speaks when they speak, they have wisdom, and they speak in the, her mouth is a law of kindness, graciousness. Lastly, we'll see in this passage of Scripture that she's careful, but she also gives reason for praise. Let's look at the last part of the, verse, the chapter, verse number 20, 28. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful, beauty is vain, but the woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be what? Praised. Give of her fruit of her, give her the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gate. You can see praise follows a virtuous woman. A faithful man who can find a virtuous woman. Who can find a virtuous woman? Boy, I'm just telling you. As I look at these attributes, as I look these verses up over and over again this week in preparation for tonight, I thought to myself, I want to be a faithful man. And anybody with a brain in their head say, you know, that's what I want to. And if you're a girl, you should say, I want to have the attributes that come with being a virtuous woman. I want to be in that rare group, and I believe God wants us to be there too.